previously on Down the Rabbit Hole podcast with Omar and Gwen. I feel like my get up for the day is very inspired by the Fae because I feel very psychedelic, just very magical. And like, I want to dip into that. Like, again, I even have like things around me, like this old candle holder. Omar, uh, we talked yesterday and um, I wanted to say, I did talk to him about it. We did have a few fans of this podcast lovely friends, lovely fans, that they gave us some topics that we're going to cover. And and we really did kind of go down the rabbit hole yesterday too, where we're just like, these sound so interesting. Like, what do we do? But I was telling Omar, the last episode, we did past lives because that's very much kind of like where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Omar has been kind of getting like intrigue with the fairies or fae which is why he was talking about like his shirts and having like all that energy and i was like i need to be outside i want to see what's outside and i had no familiarity with fae or anything magical two years ago i mean i understood that they were you know people but like never to this close encounter like i did like this past week but they did when i came back inside my house um they did come inside my room and I felt like I saw like a whole bunch of little gnome people and they were like, yay, oh my God. Hey, it's the party. Like, oh my God. And then they just told me like, you have to go outside, come outside. And I was like, oh, okay, let me just go outside. I went outside and like, look at the sky. And as, it was as if like there was a crack in the ceiling. There, there was this <laughs> other theory that we had spoken about and how I feel like perhaps Lewis Carroll was inspired by the Fae to write, you know, certain segments in his book of Alice in Wonderland. Alice clearly had like a moment where she was having a tea party and she was communing. She ate the food. She was there. But eventually they got sick and tired of her because she was so ignorant as to like the land, so to speak, that they kind of took her into a wrong direction where she was like scared and she was like, I'm so lost right now. And I think that kind of like does tie back into what I touched on a little bit. And you were just like, yeah, because it was talking about how here when we're so modern, we become industrialized. Look, there's not a whole lot of greenery in a lot of places. I mean, you do have parks, um, you know, we can make our own garden, but like back to what you were saying with that, with Alice, like like, we're looking at her, like she was so ignorant because she didn't understand. And I do think like as of today a lot of people don't think about that too they're getting spiritual and they're just like okay i need to get the starter kit you know and it's like i need to get the sage i need to get the palo santo you and i have talked about this there are many other things that you can burn do i have palo santo yes i do um do i buy it often no i don't um and also with the sage i don't burn sage as much is it a part of my heritage yes but I don't use it as often because um, it is becoming endangered as far as a plant species and so is the Palo Santo. The Palo Santo you get from South America, they're tearing down the bigger trees, fern belly moment, 
tearing down the bigger trees and the baby trees to get the sticks of wood, right? So um, there's so many other herbs that you can burn. If you can make, if you can plant sage, some of the humid um, climates like California where Omar is in Texas here, you can um, grow sage your own um, and just get that. And wouldn't that be awesome that you're getting it from your own, you're asking for permission and only pulling what you can um, and not getting it from somewhere that you don't know. But um, you can burn rosemary, you can burn thyme, you can burn oregano, all these things that you can grow if you're able to have a garden. Granted, I understand that you can't, but um, there's so many herbs that you can burn in replacement that are so plentiful and that's showing respect in other places um and um and we don't really think about those things um on being conscious granted i'm not perfect at it but again it's just like you know those are the types of things of how you respect the nature in turn i think it respects the fae as well because that's where they live because of the sustainability it's the sustainability. And so a lot of us, we don't really think about those things. It's just kind of like, well, I know I need this. Okay. But I'm not really thinking about anything else right now. And it's like, I've been there before too. I totally understand. And I totally get it. But like the more that you do research and you do know, like, again, you and I talking about the Bay, we're just like, Omar, did you even think about this? Like, again, we're putting the pieces together where it makes sense to us. And it's like, yeah, the plant lives are living things. So I can see how if we tend to the gardens, we're not being as so uh, wasteful, I guess is the term, or disrespecting like the grass or the greens or whatever we're planting or what's outside of our backyard. Then yeah, of course they're going to be abundant to us and being helpful to us because they do acknowledge that. Because you were telling me the fake, um, you were like, I don't know if the fake can follow you around. And I was like, the fake can follow you around. <laughs> They're paying I knew attention. You were get to this. They're paying attention, sir. They're paying attention. So, yeah. No, I knew. And you know what? Knowing, knowing that you just said that, like, no, it's true. I didn't realize that the fake could follow me because I've been using the Divine Fairy Sight Oil just because it's been really slow at work and when it's slow at work we don't have uh, a, a large amount of tips that can come in so that we can all re redistribute and share so i was like i want to trade if i can experiment with something that is a lot more tangible and up at the same time i can see results visually and or see how things have been shifting now at work, I, I'm supposed to wear, they, they provide hats for us to wear while we're working um but I've recently, even throughout the retrograde, which is actually when I start speaking about it, it's kind of like funny how this kind of worked itself out in my favor. Because my friend, my coworker has a witch hat that she wears to work all the time. And she has no problem, um, you know, receiving sort of a negative uh, attention or positive one. She's just, she's an Aquarius rising. She doesn't care. She's mm -hmm. just going to be herself. She dresses whatever she wants. She really stands out. So when the retrograde started, I was like, you know what? You have an extra hat. Can I wear that extra hat? And she was like, yeah, no, wear the hat. Like, I, it's, it's really fun. Honestly, I love wearing my witch hat. And so I asked my boss, I'm like, is it fine? I can wear this witch hat to work. He said, yes, by all means, wear it. 
it brings in, you know, fun. And she's all about that because she wants engagement. So I took it a step further and I was like, all right, well, what if I were to put that fairy sight oil and line the tip jar with some of it to see if we can generate a little bit of more tips? Because again, like, you know, tips are great, but I mean, I love the feeling I get when people just put like a $5 bill down, which is a lot. Cause I'm like, wow, you have $5. Thank you. Me or just mm. single, 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 singles, extra change, extra change. I've seen after I do that, um, again, within permission that I told my boss, like, Hey, just letting you know, I put some oil just to magically attract more money or change and I feel like that's sort of like the phase like level of expertise here like oh you're looking for extra change here you go you found some pennies some quarters all these different things and I'm like okay so the past two weeks have been very magical only because like listen I'm not saying that like I'm not charismatic or I'm not not doing my job but I find as of lately Again, I haven't been feeling myself. I've been trying to be performative at work because I need to be, that's what they pay me. But to come come to my surprise, dollars, $5 bills, extra change, just dumping in the, the tip jar. And I'm just like, thank you, Faye. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because guess what? This is my gas money. Thank you. Or just like, you know, money to just quickly burn. Yeah. And you, uh, there was a thought that, mysteriously we all know that's not true mysteriously but um <laughs> the change so um I had I was doing laundry a couple days ago and my husband always has like loose change in his pocket but and so I was like you know what like he's not missing it obviously it was in his pant pocket so I always like put it on my altar or something and the thought came which is what it was reminding me again that um change when you find loose change it was the symbolism of like ancestors and angels like sending a message especially dimes so um if you find the loose change that's just kind of like a message of like hey we're here hi um so again i find it interesting how the different cultures of certain things they you can either call it angels you can call it fae maybe they are magically kind of like meeting in the middle because they they do they do bring prosperity and i was telling omar the video was mentioning that um sometimes people would request from the fae to kind of help them like with prosperous wealth kinds of things and they were kind of like that type or the entity of like they didn't really care what they had to do to get the means to give it to the person you know what i'm saying so I'm just like, I, I would like to know where my money's coming from and not like, <laughs> no, yeah, not like dirty money. But anyway, all money is dirty. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying because I guess when you're personally working with them, I mean, again, I just did it because I was like, let's experiment at work here. This is just a place of work at the same time. People don't have to tip, but if they would like to leave us change, by all means. When you said dime, what's funny is that we've been having a lot more dimes lately less quarters, less, it's just an overabundance of dimes everywhere. So I'm like, <laughs> confirmation. <laughs> like, it's true. It's true. And at the same time, like, even in my workspace, like, we've had a lot of magical experiences, like, things just dropping. 
something falling off a shelf. Uh, a do- the bathroom door fucking really being open and no one's there. I'm like, okay. I know that like where I work has been really magical or has the, I mean, again, it's near like a very big like shopping center. So I think commerce, I think of like, you know, loose buttons, uh, loose change, people like, you know, losing things. And I'm actually like, now that I think about it, like people have left, I understand we're under COVID times and I'm not necessarily like too ignorant to just take things from other people, but like we have had a lot of like, um missing items like people forgetting like bags of shopping like shopping bags full of clothes and i've ever been like even asked my boss i'm like hey they don't come back for in a week i'm taking all those clothes because i want it and i cannot but feel oops that like the fae also really enjoy places where things get lost and found yeah. And if you have a clutter of a whole bunch of stuff, they'll take it. Yeah, because, I mean, if you didn't respect it, then, you know, they're just going to be like, well, shiny thing. You're not going to miss it because it was sitting here in this pile. So I think I'm just going to go ahead and take it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, and yeah, you know what's also very interesting is that we've left, like, I have my coworker that wears a witch hat. She also leaves, like, you know, crystals lying around a specific area. Like, little small things like this. Yeah. Now, tell me why she has to constantly replace them. Not that, like, anyone at work takes them because they don't. Mm-hmm. Everyone at work is, like, whoever whoever this is like we're leaving it alone sometimes things go missing crystals go missing but then suddenly out of nowhere they get magically replaced they get put back where they were supposed where they were again before and now that i'm ta- talking about this like a lot of us actually my coworker, like i think is very much connected to the fae has always had her things stolen from her but she always has nice, shiny, bright things with her all the time. And we don't have, like, a theft problem at work. They're just, like, you know, her headphones or, like, uh, a certain key or something. Or even loose chains. She likes to keep loose chains. And it always goes missing for her. Like, she loses lighters like crazy. I mean, I lose lighters all the time. And then sometimes when I'm at work, they're like, oh, is this your lighter? I'm like, I've been missing that for, like, a month. Where'd you find that? Oh, it just came out. And I think about it and I'm like, well, perhaps there's like some sort of like recycling effect that they might do, which is like, oh, well, we're going to borrow this for a second because someone else might need it and we'll bring it back. But like, I guess that's where you get into trouble because sometimes they might take something value that is yours and they thought it was perfectly okay to give to their like to someone else. Well, I'm kind of laughing because, um, again, I kind of think I'm going to title this like angel or fae, like question mark, and then it's mm-hmm. like discussion. So you're talking about things going missing. I know I've talked about like me doing it one time and then something like the shiny thing went missing. So I'm helping a friend. Um, she asked me if I could make her a bracelet uh, for protection. So I said, sure. 
And um, as I'm talking to her about what she was thinking about, um, she said she wanted to get red jasper. I was like, okay. I was like, I can make this work. And then, um, and then for some reason, but again, I get the message. I was like, Archangel Michael. And she goes, yeah, I was just told that I have a connection with him. So like, maybe if you kind of work something in there with him, like, that'd be great. So I was like, okay. So I get down to working on her piece and I'm sending her like a screenshot. Um, I send her the screenshot after the case. I'm hearing George, uh, the way he channels, it's like we bring him in. So um, my, I'm not saying like Michael is just like sitting in my room. It's just, I feel the energy. So I can hear George talking. And the next thing I know, I'm like working because he's very particular, but he was telling me the colors and the stones. And I was just like, why are you being so like specific with this than from the first piece that I made for you? And so I go online. That's the first thing that pops up. I'm like, okay, this makes sense as to why now. It's because you're feeling a certain way. Mm -hmm. Well, they're talking. The next thing I know is it's kind of like this playful fight where they're just like, oh, you're so annoying. And then I hear George just being like, <laughs> like, oh, you're such a drama queen, you know, like that kind of thing. And again, it's not any disrespect in Archangel Michael. Again, he shows up, he is the conqueror, like, no joke. Like, I love his energy. He's just very particular. So, um, and he is larger than life. I will say that Metatron is very much larger than life, but he's, he's the same, like, you know, like in his, in his own way. So after I hear that comment from George, I'm looking for the other side of the bracelet because it had beads. It was two parts. So it was going to just clip like underneath. Mm -hmm. I am searching around on my floor for this other part of the bracelet. I have one connecting to the middle piece, but I can't find the other side. So I'm looking, I'm taking things apart, I'm taking things out of the box, and I'm like, guys, <laughs> I know I left the piece here. This is never, that. this is probably the only second time this has happened, but I mean, I was thinking like in the, in the realms of Fae, like something went missing, but I didn't know the angels could do that. And then I'm listening to this and I'm, we're having the conversation. I'm like, apparently they can take stuff too, you know, and like help you find it. So anyway, I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. When I get back, that piece better show up. Mm -hmm. I come back. And it's like, I'm looking around and it's like magically like placed on top of like one of the boxes that I had. And I was like, hello? <laughs> shut, shut the front thank door. You. But yeah, I said, thank you. But like, it just, it went missing. And I was like, guys, like I need to work. Y'all make up or whatever y'all got to do. I was like, but please, I'd like to finish this bracelet please give me the other piece back. And so I go to the restroom, I come back and it's just like placed like on top of like one of the bins that I had the cover on top. I was like, I just looked there. I just looked there. 
So I had to send a video to my friend because of like telling her and I was like, this is what I heard, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, and I thought it was funny. And I guess maybe because I laughed, like that's maybe why the piece was taken. And I was like, look, <laughs> this is not okay. This is not okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is very interesting because again, like, you know how we were talking about how like, but angels are light beings and how they are like light beings, but like earthly light beings. Mm-hmm. And how, in some form, they, like, I guess they, they do, um, function differently. I guess it's, like, higher octave, lower octave, perhaps. Mm-hmm. 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 And think about it like this. We are all used to seeing, I know the way I was describing angels, like, we kind of look at them with, like, wings and stuff like that. Not all... Angels can have wings or they don't. They don't look like the way that they are depicted in paintings. Oh, no, no, no. Number number one, I'm just trying to let people know that because it's just like, oh, what? Yeah. Sometimes they can be very scary looking. So, um, but, but yeah, it's, it's very interesting to me how even the way that the forms are for Faye and angels it's very much something that we cannot understand is because of the way they look like. Does that, you understand my point? No, yeah, it's yeah, It's very yeah. interesting. Um, be, and like you said, they are light beings. We don't understand. They are associated with light. Um, if you think about it, Faye, Beltane, the Sabbath, pagan Sabbath, um, we do celebrate as far as like fertility and Faye. Um, so of course everything's like blooming and abundant and, um, yeah, they're, they're going to come out in the sunlight because we're about to step into that transition of celebrating the sun. We have celebrated that the sun has returned, but it's like more so we are going to be feeling the effects of days getting longer, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. No. So, yeah. Um, what's it also, I have a story that I, I don't quite know the scientific, um, aspects of of this but like last year when the pandemic hit I think probably around like April like early April late April I have a neighbor that actually has like a tree that like produces like oranges but this year and they anyways didn't know that like these oranges are special for the 2020 because they became blood oranges out of nowhere and I was excited because I was like, oh, yes, like, I can't wait That's to see this year having them, like, you know, another batch of blood oranges. But not to shit talk my neighbor, but, like, <laughs> they have a house that looks so dumped on that all the surrounding neighbors have asked her, like, hey, would you mind if we sort of like help you, you know, paint your house or do something because it looks like an eyesore. It looks like an abandoned house. And she said, no. Um, and she just doesn't care. Now I find it really interesting that this year in particular, and also they, 
everyone around the neighborhood has like made their alterations to their outside spaces, whether it be the front of the house or the back of the house or even internally, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I find it really interesting how her house in particular has not bared any fruit since then. I will take a picture of the backyard for you. A tree, dead, just there's nothing. There's windows that are broken. It looks like an eyesore of a house. And I can't help but think that like, well, if you think about it, like blood oranges are sort of like uncommon, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it Something happens to the, the, to them where they produce a lot more antioxidants or whatever. And I think it's sort of interesting how like that house, that tree has never bared fruit for the longest. And then 2020 comes around like blood oranges, like, okay, cool, health, cool, whatever. But now that like, um, she's like, you know, denied all help for anyone to help with her house. Nothing, not even a single, not even a single orange. And I'm like, don't oranges always come back annually? But to mm -hmm. this year, nothing. And all of us had the time last year to help her with her home because she was always at work. You know what I mean? So I'm feeling like the Faye have realized that like, oh, okay, well, she doesn't care. None, none it's this year. It's respecting the property. It's respecting the outside. It's respecting the spirit of the plant. And yeah, I I agree. I'm just sad. I was really sad this year. I was like, I was looking forward to like blood oranges. I'm like, can't you just donate the tree here? Is it for real? Like, I mean, I, my mom has done that before too, because we had big, beautiful, like king palm trees that we had kind of like shaped to cut down. Um, but we took them out because it was blocking the view of the front door of the house. Mm -hmm. And um, so she had offered like to anybody like, hey, if you want to come get them, like we'll unplant them and you can go and bury them wherever you want. Um, but yeah, maybe she might be willing, you know, just being like, hey, you want to come dig up this tree? By all means, come get it. Like <laughs> I mean, again, like the the Fae ruling vegetation, the Fae just ruling the outside, and it's kind of clear as day as to who takes care of the lawns and who doesn't take care of property to begin with. I mean, that house is a mess. It looks like it's falling apart, and people ask me, like, does anyone even live there? And I'm like, yeah, they just they don't care. And honestly speaking, I don't ever see um anything happening in that house like if I showed you I mean I'm gonna like send you personally pictures of this house but I mean you'll be able to see that like oh my god yeah definitely fucking no one lives there but I find that like interesting I love how every single person in my neighborhood has asked her like can we help you with your with your the outside and she said no and no tree no fruit none of that really disappointed but it also just brings back brings me back to the original point which was how although they are folk that are mischievous they really do have the best intentions which is respect the land and we'll respect you we won't take your things but i mean even if you respect us we will be funny with you i just find it to be sort of like that like archetypal version of like the crazy like really outspoken activists of like oh yeah if, that, if that's if this is what you're gonna do then this is what we're gonna do we're taking our land back 
Mm-hmm. We're take, taking all your things away. And again, when I was in that psychedelic trip, I just couldn't help feel that I was a lot more connected to the earth and it had the, an enlightening moment of an understanding of like, wow, look at these precious resources of land that we have, which is why so many of us that partake in psychedelics like to go out to like um, the forest or just being around nature because it definitely comes out alive. Like, I don't know if you remember, but like even in True Blood, like when she stepped through that portal, everything was a lot more exaggerated and golden and like a lot more exciting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I really do feel, and my theory is that mushrooms are like a portal to the fairy world if they choose to, you know, show themselves to you. I, um, I remember, um, I actually sent, um, I'll probably, we'll probably do another episode on, on this because I know in, in one of my books, it was a Stephanie Woodfield book. I sent it to a friend. It does have research on the Fae. Um, and I, I did send her a couple things. Um, the mushrooms portals. I, I, I had, um, the witch group that I started with, um, they were covering like fairies and apparently one of the lore is, is if you see how the mushrooms, they grow like into a circle, that is considered the portal for the fae. And again, granted, like what is good or bad, you know, or what you deem, um, it could be true, it could be false. Um, but if you step into it, it's kind of like you're stepping into the ring realm of the Fae, and maybe it might not be such a pleasant visit. Mm. Um, so it, it's kind of like you're crossing the territory of theirs and being like, excuse me, you just stepped into our house, you know, and mm-hmm. who are you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it's supposed to bring you some sort of like curse or bad luck or something. I think if that's what I remember, that's what I remember. Is that is I mean again? Well, I mean I don't know. I think it, I believe it to be true in a way. I I, I can see that too because again, it's kind of like somebody coming into my home without an invitation and just being like, "Excuse me," and you're here because of why? Like, yeah. And then going back to the way that you had met that I just re- you know realized, or you you told me that like, yeah, no, they can follow you. They'll follow you. They definitely can. I think that that they are helpful. Um, I think if we're being cautious, environmentally co- uh, co- conscious, conscientious, I guess is the word. I can't talk today. Um, and yeah, they are little helpers too. Um, it's just like any other spirits that are here for our good. But I just... I found it interesting because from what I had known and, and then like, it was just kind of like one of those things where it was like a blender just like went off in my brain where it was like, what if they are this? What if it's that? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I thought that was kind of trippy because I was like, this is the things that I thought I knew, which again, I, I have not like really like delved into the fake culture. Have I, have I tried to like invoke them to come in absolutely um but it was kind of like that one time and I was just like I'll work with you again but maybe I do need to learn a little bit more because again it's just respecting them and um but yeah nothing else has gone missing I just said sorry like and they mm-hmm. were like well I got what I wanted like I'm leaving I'm like okay mm-hmm. but yeah but yeah I mean I don't 
I don't think that they're, they're bad. And you and I have talked about this define good or bad. So if we're having like bad luck in life, yeah, maybe we are getting past like the evil eye or certain things or whatever we believe in. Um, sometimes if we do have like a streak of bad luck, maybe it could be, but quite honestly, like, I just kind of feel like sometimes these things just happen in life and we can mm -hmm. call on the powers that be to kind of help us out just a little bit. But most of these things, it's just life happening to us. Yeah. You know, it yeah. just depends how you look at it. Yeah. So. I mean, in the end, it's really just about respecting. Respecting the things that are unseen, because just because you think you know, you don't even know. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, like a very portal, like, oh, you fucked up today. You did that. You came uh, into the wrong house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, with house. all with all magical people, it's you know, or magical or deities, goddesses, give them their respect, and they won't they won't do anything. But at the moment that they feel like you're disrespectful mm -hmm. to the land, I mean, how many different like. Um, for instance, I mean, I don't want to make a generalized statement, but how many movies have we seen of, like, the forest being like, oh, my God, things are going missing. It's chaotic down here. Oh, my God. They probably didn't want you there. Yeah. 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 They know. Mm -hmm. And it's usually the ones that are like, oh, my God, we're going to go, like, you know, it, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily trespass into someone else's, like, backyard and be like, well, I mean, I'm here which is why I have such respect for them. I, I don't know them very well. I'm having experiences with the Fae. I love communing with them because they just seem like curious cats that just um, are happy and just want to take care of the vegetation or rather like the greenery around them. And I don't want to like mess with that because I do respect the earth and I do respect the land, which is why I don't litter. And if I see anyone that litters, it's just you know what? Consequence. I mean, God forbid I start littering my backyard. We all live here. Yeah. So I think that, like, I'm trying to, like, I guess trying to wrap up my statement and there's a lot of <laughs> words that I'm trying to come out with. But, like, in the end, like, yeah, it's, it, I love them because they are a reminder to keep the earth sacred because not only is it sacred for all of us, but it's mm -hmm. sacred to them, too. Very much so. I, th I think a lot of it is a reminder and just being very conscious and, um, and, and being mindful of our actions, you know, and it's like, okay, we can care about what's going on, like in our bubble, but then they kind of like broaden your perspective, like, all right, let's get outside of your backyard. Like, how can you be helpful, like outside? Mm -hmm. So it's hard because um, granted, you and I both live like in cities, but I mean, it's just like little things, just making sure you are recycling. Um, my husband and I, we have a compost. Um, so if there is like spoiled food or something, we can just throw it out. Um, I do leave little offerings of certain things that are fresh. Um, sometimes it depends on what it is. Like if it's kind of like going through certain things. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just being very mindful um, and, you know, recycling the cans and plastics and all that stuff. So also just like planting seeds and beautifying everything. 
adding because I mean there's so many like trees being cut there's so many things being taken away especially with global warming like preservation is a big thing and I mean saving the bees for crying out loud because they pollinate everything yeah I wonder if like the bees are part of part of like the thing I wouldn't be surprised because again <laughs> if you think of bees bees have the symbolism as of a spirit animal of prosperity because they are associated with honey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they could be they could be yeah we could go on it all day <laughs> true 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 all right we're gonna make this a two-part series again but i, I so. that was that was just i love this topic only because i think that the next time we record or have like the again fae or angel there's different but maybe our next topic should be angels in specific of who we've worked with we could do that we yeah could do, that. do that because i mean again like you had said like not all angels look the same they're not what art has depicted them to be if you look at if anyone googles like what angels are how angels are depicted in like sacred text whatever there's this big scary thing it's, they're not scary though, but like, you know, again, they're appearing to us in a different form that we're not used to on this plane. So yeah, let's talk about more about that. Cause I know you work with a lot more angels than I do. And besides you have even interpreted for me in my readings that like, um, Archangel, 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 wow. <laughs> Archangel Uriel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, I mean, they all have like what they specialize in, what they do, um, you know, and what their connections are. And yeah, that would be a really awesome topic. I think so. We're going to put it in a bowl, mm-hmm. <laughs> said bowl. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you know, even with this topic that we had today too, like kind of the mix between the two, the different cultures and the different witchcraft practices. Are we going to be talking about the the genies? The genies that was mm-hmm. also uh, mentioned in the video as well um, about because of the understanding of the spirits. Now, mind you, too, sometimes when we refer to angels, some of them, depending on which heavens that they're in, some, some of them are very heavy duty, and it's just like. Uh, I don't know if I really want to work with you because that's kind of like r- real like tough stuff. But um but again, very serious very serious magic and 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 invoking them. But um Omar, I lost my train of thought. I don't know why. <laughs> you were talking about uh you were talking about angels, you were talking about um invoking and your topic was, it was getting along the lines of that topic. This is so going to be edited in the... In the- <laughs> Do you feel like it's really, I guess, the reason why they have such a, like, bad rep or just even... You just went, your sound just went off. Hello? Can you hear me? Hi, I can hear you now. 
That's weird. Do, what was the last thing you heard? You asked, do you think, and you were asking the question or asking me a question. And then I didn't hear the question at all. I saw your mouth move, but it was completely silent. Did you hear that? Yeah. Somebody's trying to talk to us. I don't know who, but could be Susie. I don't know. I, I don't think it's her. I think we talked about some particular people and now it's uh, time to go. So do you think that it's based off of like one's individual relationship with these good slash bad things? Because it really, I find that like, I mean, we can even take this back to like more again, how everyone is like, oh my God, <gasps> no, I, I'm scared. And it's like, well, do you have a personal relationship with them? Have, no, then... You can't say anything. Again, like, I can only, I've only spoken, like, my experiences with the Fae. I don't really consider them being, like, horrible experiences. They're actually just kind of, like, magical and sort of, oh, funny. That happened. Cool. It's very small. It's never necessarily so bad. But again, like, it depends for me on one's individual relation. I think it does look quite a bit because I told you I have done some of that that demon work and depending on the ritual that you do you can either make the request they're not really getting their essence known but it's like you did call their attention and then there is like ritual two and three so it's kind of like you can really bring them into the room you know once you protect yourself but if you've done further research on the ones that you're calling in some of them are actually teachers. They are not all bad. Mm -hmm. um, I have even heard like um, demons being of like reptilian form. <laughs> there, whoever it is again. Um, the reptilian form. And sometimes that's not such a bad thing that could be in correspondence with a particular shadow or whatever you've been attached with in your lifetime. So I kind of like staying in the in-between of like working because Sometimes they are, they all served a purpose for something, for some point. And the angels and demons, they want to help you. They, they love going to work, you know? So yeah, it's been how you look at it. But it's, it's definitely personal experience. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're both just as strong. So, mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Respect for everyone, inclusivity for every single magical being out there on earth or of whether they are seen or unseen. Yes, yes. Um, I'm sure there's probably some um, entities I have not become um, attached with yet that I'm sure is probably a little more powerful from my control, but, um, but I haven't had anything happen scary from the movies. It was just like, hey, mm -hmm. did you hear about this? And I'm like, nope, what happened? Da-da-da-da-da. I'm like, I know who did that. <laughs> if anyone else has any, have had any other experience with the Fae mm. or have any other questions, um, could y'all please like email us? Because email us, leave a comment. Leave us a comment. Yes, yes. We'd love to hear from you. Like, what's your experience with them like? It could help somebody else. How do you connect with them? What offerings do you leave personally from what we haven't left that you've come to think that they like? 
Um, you know, and, and quite honestly, I think like watering the garden, that is really like a nice dedication to them. Like regardless, they, they like having their little habitats flourish, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Me so too. I know I had a brain fart earlier and, um, we were trying to get back on topic and then somebody wanted to step in and say hello. I don't know who it was, <laughs> but are we done for for the day? I think I think we're done for the day, but I mean, girl, listen, we're recording this on the day of the full moon. Well, not necessarily day, but like in the sign that of which the full moon's going to be. So this doesn't necessarily surprise me to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Again, veils are very thin. Bills are very thin. It's that they have been. And you know what? After, you know, I would love to see what, um, on a personal note, what kind of experiences you feel the day getting to. I think it's tomorrow now. No, it's actually tonight. Today, um, tonight. Actually, it tonight, is today. Tonight. Yeah, it is today. So we are in the, and we have hit like the highest point of the full moon. Like as of here in Texas, it was like closer to like noontime. Mm -hmm. um, so we're already like in the effects of the full moon. Um, and then again, you can still like cast your energies, spells, rituals, whatever you want to do. You have about three days to do it. So it's very much at its peak. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have been having some crazy downloads and messages and things that came through before this. Mm -hmm. Well, again, like, I can't help, but I would, I mean, you were, were talking earlier on the phone, how you've been dreaming, but you don't remember. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, if there's a full moon in Capricorn, it's gonna be illuminating your first house of self. I think that, like, for me, it's in the house of home. Which is why I want to put on some um, Divine Fairy site oil on tonight and just uh, leave an offering tonight because I would love to see what happens. The full moon is at its brightest. So it's like illuminating, you know, everything, giving us that little bit of light in the darkness. So I would like to see what kind of fate people show up because in the end, like, hey, they'll enjoy it. Yeah. And I think it's also listed as the strawberry moon as well. Um mm -hmm. And, um, again, it's very fitting as far as strawberry bring fruits and the, the fae. fae. Yeah. So I that's like where that I'm at, but, mm -hmm. <laughs> but so you guys, cool. it was really nice talking to you. Um, leave us, please leave us comments. We, we love, um, actually a fan approached, uh, you, and told you how much of a fan that um, that they were over the podcast. And you know what? Y'all, I am not asking for um, more love, per se. Because I know y'all are, like, lower listen loyal listeners or anything. But please, like, share. Um, if anyone is a, has ever had, like, an interest in all things magical, please send them my our way. Because mm -hmm. in all reality, this is a, a podcast where we just hang out talk about magical things and uncover its mysteries yeah and like, it's for you guys to ponder and think about and again um omar and i have talked about this and and we have our friends like we've had on social media um and reach out and they say that they love it we haven't met in person but i thought it was very cool that oh but it's coming soon it's coming soon 
but I thought it was really cool that somebody here locally um, decided to listen to our podcast and was like, you're going to be at the fair. I can't wait to meet you. And I got to meet her and it was really, it was really awesome. So I was like, somebody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what we may when you come to california we may have to do like a in-person like recording uh yes do you not think i have that written down somewhere like <laughs> like and then kelly is gonna make the appearance you know she's just coming in just like hi what are we doing <laughs> uh, she could even be our guest she could be a guest she could be a guest she could definitely be a guest i think that'd be fantastic fantastic but yeah. You're coming here in like almost two weeks and I'm so excited. By the time that you get here, I, I, I don't know. I feel like we're going to leave talking about so many different things that like by the time that we record when you get back home, like we're going to have so many things to share. Yes. And a lot of enlightenment of things going on, of certain things that I might get while I'm there. <laughs> Yeah, I I think so. And then I'd be like calling, Omar, I just got home. I need to talk about this right now. <laughs> you know that I'm always, and you know what? You know that you're the only one that I actually talk to. I know, I know, I know. I love that too. I do have my friends and, and yeah, but like the, my close friends, like including you too, like I, I, I share and yeah. But man, we, it's good like when we're able to do this. We talk on the phone a lot, but it's always cool to like see each other's face. So like we're actually gonna see each other in person. Mm -hmm. So exciting. This is true. I prefer visual. Right? Maybe we need to set up dates. <laughs> I mean, again, it's it's just recording, it's a, but it's a it's a different feeling, especially when like I I'm talking to you and like seeing your reaction rather than being like outside, like just perched. Like, yeah, I don't think I could ever cry in front of you. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It'll, I think that if anything, it'll be like happy tears and necessarily sad ones. And then I'll be singing, hold me closer, tiny dancer. <laughs> I miss you and I can't wait for you to be here. I know, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> We've like trailed off from like the ending. <laughs> no, I know, but you know, like it, I mean, this is a very big deal for our fans. Like, listen, yeah. like we we do this podcast all the time, but we've never actually met in person. So this is a very exciting meeting. We might even have to post like a like a video of the actual meeting, like just series of clips of like, oh my god, look at us. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be there. Will be many things of just being like, hey, Omar, and be like, hey, Gwen, like, just, like, rolling up on your DMs. But anyways, guys, um, until next episode of Down the Rabbit Hole podcast, we are Omar and Gwen, and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See you soon, Alice. Bye.